It's the long-awaited cookbook and memoir by Mia X. Things my grandma told me, things my grandma showed me. It's more than a cookbook. It's a cultural soul food experience. Indulge in Mia X's realest intimate kitchen moments. It's the new bestseller. Things my grandma told me, things my grandma showed me. Available on Amazon Audible and online at www.teamwhipthempots.com. There are so many different pronunciations. Praline, uh-huh. pecan candy, uh-huh. pecan candy, uh-huh. plyree. No, don't say it like that. Ah. Buck, buckcorn candy. Buckcorn candy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it depends. What ward you're from? Where you're from. Okay. Oh, uh, if you're not from this area, the region uh-huh. where the praline pecan candy came from, uh-huh. then you will say pralines. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. you ain't got to pray for this, baby. <laughs> God gave me that. I make them for you. For you. For you. For you. Yes, indeed. Only in New Orleans, baby. It's your boy Wild Wayne. They go jump on shorty. Big boy, we made a new I've been under your tutelage for so long that, you know, I realized. You're now rocking with the best. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. A lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, and people tell me, man, that guy, Wild Wayne, is pretty good at what he does. So, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, because, you know, although you've been rolling with me for such a long time, I don't think you ever realized the scope of the work that it takes to pull off this stuff. I, I, well, I'm never in front of the microphone. I'm always behind the microphone. I'm always tiptoeing under the cameras or upstairs trying to get the, the sound right. So, you know, <laughs> I, I always thought that this was just, hey, just sit here and start talking. Honestly, I you know, I make it look easy. Yes, you do. I make yes, it look easy. Yes, but my brain do. never, ever stops. It's like, it's ridiculous. Oh, like, I know. I get the text messages at 2, 3 in the morning. <laughs> and, and, and his wife is like, who is that texting you? Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not moving really mad. Exactly. Ooh, whoa. No, no problem. She's, uh, she's, she's cool with it. Well, she knows Wayne, so she, she knows. Said, Man, that's, that's Wayne again. That's just weird. And I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry. I got to get it out. I got to release it. He asked me yesterday, man, what were you doing tonight? I said, well, I'm going to be at home with the wife. I said, I'm going to take me some NyQuil. I'm having, fighting this little cold, so I'm going to take me some NyQuil and give me some rest. I wish I could. My brain, my brain's going 100 miles an hour. Da, 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 da. I told my wife that. She was like, man. Poor you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey. So we are we're doing that podcast live once again today. Welcome to the Wild Wayne Unchained podcast. Woo! 
Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Give it yeah. up. Give it yeah. up. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah. Give me me. Let me get me today. Big shout out to everyone around the world that has been tuning in to the podcast. Like this morning, I was trying to get ready for this, but my phone kept going off. I had people in Chicago that were listening at work to the podcast. He said, I just made it through two. This is incredible what you're doing. They're originally from New Orleans. Okay. Uh, Lisa, you remember Lisa Perot? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. From, from the gotcha. old days. So, gotcha. Gotcha. so uh, it was just amazing that, that people are really digging what we're doing with this podcast. And I'm going to say it probably one million times. Hashtag we control the narrative. Uh, and we're going to introduce you to some great people from around our city and some folks that are are doing things outside of the city as well. Today, we have Miss Loretta from Loretta's Pralines. Hey, 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 I'm here. I'm here. I'm in the house. That's right, that's right. Yeah. And and she brought us some incredible uh, different samples of food that she has over at Loretta's Pralines. Um, and we'll get into exactly what we have here, but we want to welcome you to the podcast, first of all. Oh, thank you very much, guys. I'm excited to be here. Now, when I when I met you, like, I've obviously always seen Loretta's Pralines. Everybody knows Loretta's Pralines. Like, you have really done an incredible job of branding your company. Um, so we were in the lab. We were doing some lab work for a good friend of ours, Kim Washington, uh, who who actually won the Rachel Ray competition with our Who Dat Pizza. Uh, so congrats to Kim. But uh, we had some great conversation in the kitchen uh, at your restaurant, and I posted, like, some of the pictures of you with those gorgeous pralines. It was rows and rows of them. And I think you were making some sweet potato pies that day as well. So I posted those pictures. Now, I have a lot of people that follow me. But they could have cared less about me when I posted your picture. Like, you have people around the country that sing your praises for your food. Like, it it blew me away. Whoa. It really blew me away. And everyone, did you try this? Did you try that? You need to try the king cake. Did you have the beignet? I was like, I mean, it was just message after message after message. But it was also a lot of people that sung your praises just as being a genuinely great woman with wisdom. So I just want to congratulations, uh, give you a congratulations for whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Thank Uh, you. But I don't even remember talking to you. I don't talk to strangers. You came into my place, I don't talk to strangers. Did I say anything? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That's why you're here, because you imparted me with so much wisdom and history in just a short time we were together. I was like, we have to have her on the podcast. Thank you. That history, that's my story. Mm-hmm. His story mm-hmm. is your story, your story. So I, I bought it with me today. Okay. Yeah, well, we got we, some of we that. We want to share it. Okay. We're going to share We got that. We got that. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it, I really, when it comes to pralines, you know, we're going to start the history. But when it comes to pralines, or like some people say, plyrene. Why? Why do people say that? I say pecan candy. Okay, okay. That's what I, that's, that's what I grew up saying. So, Miss Loretta, would you explain to us, what's the difference? What is a plyrene? What is pecan candy? What is, what is it? There are so many different pronunciation. Praline, mm-hmm. pecan candy, mm-hmm. pecan candy, mm-hmm. plyrene. No, don't say it like that. Ah. Puck. 
Buckcorn candy. Buckcorn candy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it depends. What ward you're from? Where you're from. Okay. Uh, if you're not from this area, the region mm-hmm. where the praline, pecan candy came from, mm-hmm. then you will say pralines. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you ain't got to pray for this, baby. <laughs> God gave me that. I make them for you. Right. So you ain't got to do that. But it depends on the region where you're from. It, uh, is where, there like a history to, to pralines? Like, what's the story of how they came into existence? Oh, yeah. That I know you got it. Oh, pralines, mm-hmm. pecan candy, okay. plarines, mm-hmm. pecan, pecan. There is a history, and that history involves us. Mm-hmm. Pralines mm-hmm. were first made, pecan candy was first made by a black slave in France. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah. The master asked him to make candy mm-hmm. because he had a lot of girlfriends mm. and he wanted to give them something so the slave made a concoction mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. using milk and almonds mm. okay. with the sugar so he was the original sugar daddy <laughs> sugar daddy he was there we go. There we go. sugar daddy he <laughs> okay, was okay. to give so to much. his sugar mama right, 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 right. now the, the history says that he made the concoction using almonds mm-hmm. because in france almonds were plentiful right so they used that so when pralines pecan candy pralines Plarine came to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We substituted the nut because there are so many pecan trees. Gotcha. So we just took the almond out of the equation mm-hmm. and we put the pecans in. So the history is black man made it okay. for his master. Mm-hmm. So the master gave it to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and it was on then. It, it was gotcha. on gotcha. then. So you can thank him for your success. Huh? <laughs> well, I thank him. And I thank God. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because the word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. I got that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then how did you come up with your specific recipe that you have used to create this this gold mine of pralines? Oh, well, how did I come about that? Um, The recipe that I use is from Generations. Mm-hmm. I didn't just come up with this. Okay, this okay. came from my mother's mother, her mother's mother. It's handed down through many generations. This one recipe mm-hmm. is passed down. Okay. Yes. Okay. And my mom passed my my grandmother Lucy mm-hmm. passed it to my mother Loretta. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mother Loretta passed it to me, her mm-hmm. daughter Loretta, mm-hmm. and I am to pass it to the next generation. You see. Back in the days, there was no money to give, like, you know, I'm going to leave you $50,000, 50000000 mm-hmm. So our people, our family, they passed down recipes. Mm. And to be honest, a lot of us didn't realize the value of what they were giving us when they told us, come sit in the kitchen. I mm. want to teach you something. Mm-hmm. Come over here. I want to show you something. No, I want to go outside. No, mm-hmm. we stayed in the kitchen where my mama taught us what to do. Right, because nobody can take that from you once she teaches it to you. Oh, not at all. Right. Not at all. Right, right. And once you know you had what she was teaching, then you not only had a recipe, but you had a passion Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And out of the family, out of 12 of us, 
it was my passion. Right. That I was the one. Sorry, Jeanette, Cynthia, Greta. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was the one to master this praline recipe. Right. Yeah. So when you when you started, like, uh, when did it become not just a passion and something you were like good at? When did you realize, man? People really like these pralines that my great grandma, my grandma, mom showed me how to make. When did it become from just maybe a, a cool hobby or maybe something for the holidays into being a business? Oh, wow. When did that happen? For me, mm -hmm. it was always a business. When I was eight years old, it so you, was... So you've always generated revenue from this. This is something you've always done. Yeah. Okay. We, we grew up in St. Bernard Parish, uh, the outskirts of the city. In the parish. Yeah, in the parish, girl. So we had to learn. We were taught to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got up at 5 o'clock in the morning, went outside, picked pecans, cleaned the pecans, Mm -hmm. Had them ready for when we are to make the pecan candy, mm -hmm. pralines, mm -hmm. plarines. You know what I'm talking exactly. about. So we had to do this. Mm -hmm. So it was always, it was always something that I did. Mm -hmm. At mm -hmm. the age of eight years old, my mom said, well, you can do it by yourself now over the stove. Mm -hmm. Just be careful. She monitored. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do it. So making candy, I kept. We kept friends because people came over to the house, other kids, mm -hmm. because we were doing this. On Sunday, we made pecan candy mm -hmm. and homemade vanilla ice cream. So we had friends coming over. I bet you did. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we had a lot of people. So I have always made the candy, and I never really did it for money. Okay. No, I just did it because I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and people kept coming around. And it wasn't until I graduated from Southern University and I took a job at LSU Medical Library where I made the candy and then I started selling it to the students. Mm -hmm. They started buying it. So I said, well, it doesn't look so bad having a few dollars here and a few dollars there. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Made candy by day, sold it to the students in the afternoon when I went to the library. So I said, wow, so let's see what'll happen with this. So on Jeff Davis Parkway, there was Wise Cafeteria. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Wise Cafeteria was next to AT&T. So Mr. Wise at Wise Cafeteria, I went over one day. I said, I'm gonna bring him my pralines and let's see if he'll sell them at the cafeteria. A lot of people going in and out. So I made some, bought them over there at 12 noon. So I asked a young lady at the front, I said, may I see the owner? And he came to the front. He said, what is it? What do you want? Uh. I said, oh, okay, listen, I lost. When he, when he <laughs> said, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? I said, my name is, he said, what is it? He said, this is 12 noon, lunch hour. Right. People are coming in here. And what is it? I said, I made, uh, 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 I made these, uh, I made these pralines. So can you see? He said, I'll, I'll see. He said, leave your name and address. I'll call, phone number, I'll call you. If they sell, I'll call you. If not, you can come back the next day and pick them up. 
So I hurried and got in my car and sat there and I cried. I called my husband. I said, he yelled at me. He yelled. But then I realized it was 12 noon. Lunchtime. It was his money time. Yeah, it was right. his money time. So I said, well, I sure hope he called me. Next day, phone rang. Mr. Wise, he said, we sold them all. Bring some more. So that was the start. That was the start. That was awesome. That was God. The words say, he'll order your steps. And he mm-hmm, did that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, how long from uh, visiting Mr. Wise till you decided that working in the library or working for someone else wasn't what you wanted to do when you wanted to step out on faith and, and do this full time? Well, the library didn't pay much money, $700. And at the end of the month, I'd already spent that. What, you say $700 a month? A month. LSU, LSU. Mm. So what I did, I sent samples to the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. They were looking for a proline vendor. So I sent them samples, and they called me and said, hey, hey, we like your pralines. Mm. Do you want to do the jazz fest? I said, whoa, yes. Yeah. You got to ask me twice. No, you don't have to ask twice. So I go to the jazz fest. Oh, wow. Had my pralines in a basket. Mm -hmm. Had a table set up. Wind was blowing the tent. Oh, whoa. My first, my first jazz festival. I sold 1,500 pralines. And I only made $700 at the library. So I knew... 1,500 was greater than seven, so. That wasn't hard to figure out (laughs) at all. So I decided. What year was that? Oh, that long ago. Okay. I've been doing this now 40 years. Wow. So I decided, I went home, I told my husband I was quitting my job and I'd found my calling. That was it. What did he say? Well, he didn't like it. Uh, That's that's, that's a big statement, I'm not working no more, hubby. I'm going to tell you what he said. Uh-oh. He said, shake your head. <laughs> and he said, I want to hear the rattling sound. But when I oh. came home with all that money, he didn't say that. He, he, he had a change of heart, huh? He had a change of <laughs> many hearts. <laughs> but it was the beginning. And it was like, wow, wow, I can do this. How do you do that kind of volume at the Jazz Fest? Did you have them already prepared? or did, Were you making them out there? Or? No. The first year, I was using one, two, three Magnolite pots on the stove, just working night and day, night and day, night and day. The the oval ones, the long oval ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. ready. Now, the proline—that's a mixture of what? 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 In, what constitutes a proline? Pecan candy. I, I'm okay. from here. I, I say. Pecan just candy. don't say plarine. <laughs> what okay. A plarine? Pecan candy, pralines. Plarines. Come on. All right. It all depends on where you're coming from. (laughs) It's sugar, butter, pecans, milk, and vanilla. And some love. You got to put some love in there, right? Loretta's love. Okay. Loretta's love. Now, now you say sugar. That would be the white sugar. That would be the brown sugar. Well, my recipe, you say you just got married, so I can't kill you, so I can't give you all the information. Mm-hmm. So I don't want her to have to cash in that life policy. <laughs> not, yet, not, yet, not yet. So I use the white sugar. I've seen recipes where they use brown. I've seen recipes where they mix it. Mm-hmm. But I have to stay with what I grew up with. 
Mm-hmm. Because if you change that recipe, then you change the whole focus of Loretta's authentic pralines. We have to stay true to the recipe. Mm-hmm. 40 years, I have never changed it. Now, I have made chocolate pralines, rum, peanut butter, peppermint pralines. I have added to it, but I can never change the Loretta's authentic praline recipe. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and then with Jazz Fest, um, you've been there a number of years. Uh, and then with your businesses, you have two separate locations. You have the one over at, was that the Marini? Uh, Fallberg Marini. And yes. then over at the French Market. And the store in the French Market. Yes. How many pralines, not plowrines, <clears throat> <laughs> how many do you make a year? Oh, wow. Do you oh. keep count? Is there a way to keep going? Not at all. No, you, you. we just make so many festivals. Jazz Fest is my biggest. Um, seven, uh, ten. Ten thousand? Yeah, we come a long way from the... From the 1500. Exactly. From the three Magnolite pots. Exactly. <clears throat> ten thousand. Because wow. there was such a demand for the product mm-hmm. that I flew out to Chicago mm-hmm. to buy equipment to mass produce. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I have a pot that will yield me 200 pieces. I have a pot that will yield me 400 pieces. What's the time frame? Do you cook? What's the process? How long does it take to make a praline, a pecan candy? The recipe that I use, it would take 35 to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, some people say, oh, I've been making pralines. I've been on the stove for an hour. I don't know what you're doing, but there's not a praline. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And, and you, like, so it's ironic some of the story you were telling about you as uh, an early entrepreneur selling pralines. Because I did the same thing. Like, when I was in school, I used to steal all my mama's goods. <laughs> the vanilla and the sugar and the pecans. And I would sell them at school, too, because I was a hustler. But my little business venture didn't last as long because I never replaced the inventory for my mom, so I got in pretty, <laughs> pretty big trouble when it was all said and done. But it's amazing how people are attracted to pralines. Like, well, it's crazy. Well, pralines are our native candy. Mm-hmm. It's here in New Orleans. It's our native candy. People in Texas think it's theirs, Alabama. But the origin came from France to here. So mm. that's our thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, with the um, Loretta's pralines, our recipe, Loretta's authentic pralines, mm-hmm. okay, it is a part of the history that we have as blacks. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. candy, a candy. Right, right. Um, the gumbo. It's, it's who we are as a people the food that's here in the city, pralines, the beignets, the kala, mm-hmm. all that's the, the, our... The rice cakes. Right. Yeah, right. all that's rice. our history. So it's a part of who we are, and being a part of who we are, we have to make sure that it stays like my recipe. Don't put no brown sugar. Just let's stay authentic. Now, while we are the first black-owned candy company in the city's history, we're not the first 
black entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, The mm -hmm. first black entrepreneurs were the street vendors Mm -hmm. way back when, Mm -hmm, walking mm -hmm. around with their baskets, crying, pralines, pecan candy, plarines, pecan candy. Mm -hmm. Those are the first entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. did not have a storefront, but they were business women. They had hustle. Yes, yeah, they had hustle. So that enabled us to have more hustles, mm-hmm. to get out there and get it and know that we can do it. Now, now at your two locations, you say you have two locations. Besides Plarines, what else can we get? What, what else is for sale? What, what else do you sell? Oh, wow. We started with the Praline candy. Mm-hmm. We have the Praline cookie. We have the king cake cookie. <laughs> uh, we have the Praline yeah. What, this, what are this you the doing? praline beignet? Would you like to try this? What are you doing? I'm passing it to you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have praline beignets. Listen, I've gotten so many reviews beignets. on this. Praline, praline, praline king cake. Can you explain to us what's a, what's in this praline beignet? What what is it? It's a, uh, I, I'm looking at it. It looks like the beignet that we get here in New Orleans, but I'm taking you have your own spin on it. Oh yeah. It, it looks yeah. so much more flaky. It's puff pastry dough. Ah, puff pastry. So they're very light and crispy and these are stuffed with the praline filling. The praline filling is that that's before you add the pecans to it? Mm-hmm. That, that's that filling? It, I the take the candy wow. and I mix it together with the base. Okay. With the base. Mm-hmm. And then I take that base and I Put it into the beignet after it's fried. And then I take the drizzle from the praline candy and put on the beignet. Mm. And then I put Mm. the powdered sugar. Okay, okay. That's 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 this that's this beignet here. Now, what's that other one I see over there? Oh wow. Okay. That is the savory. That is the crab meat beignet. Mm. Oh, those have taken off. Man, this looks delicious. Are you good? Mm, just hold that. Just hold that. Now, what is what is this this sauce? You have your your own sauce for the. That's the, my awesome the, sauce. The awesome sauce for the crab meat beignet. <laughs> I'm about to try this right here on illegal. the podcast. It is illegal. You can illegal. only get it at Loretta's. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, the podcast we focus on culture cuisine and lifestyle and we are definitely getting all of that right now i have to just i have to taste i know we're supposed to be talking podcast talk but i need to try this with this awesome sauce while he while he tries his 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 crab meat beignet i want to ask you uh it is mardi gras season here in new orleans yes Mm -hmm. it is and and i noticed you, you brought us a king cake no, I bought you Loretta's praline-filled king cake. That's what oh I'm talking goodness. about. That's Tee it up and it knock it out the park. <laughs> Our king cakes are filled mm. with the delicious, creamy, chunky piece of New Orleans from that candy. We put it in oh there, <laughs> and it is so... Oh, feel that. Feel that cake. Is that oh, soft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. It nice. It is so soft and tender and delicious. Now, you- and inside my cake... Is a little black baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can eat a hundred of these crab beignets. Oh, oh wow. my goodness! I'll be five hundred pounds. Sorry. I, I can eat this all day. Okay. And the awesome sauce is awesome. Thank you. Oh my goodness! Thank you. You you uh the, the we have the crab meat beignets. We have we have mm-hmm. this, uh, the the praline, praline beignets. beignets. We have the the king cake. Yeah. What else is available? What else is available at Loretta's? 
at Loretta's. We have praline cookies, chocolate chip praline cookies. We have uh, sweet potato pies, pecan pies. We just have everything that you would need for a sweet tooth. Yes. So you're a foodie? No. I'm queen of foodies. Hey! 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 <laughs> Say no more. Let me ask you this about being the queen. Yes. How difficult is it for a female entrepreneur in New Orleans or just in general to be successful? It's a male-dominated space. How, how have you, 40 years? That's a testament in itself. What have you done or what battles have you had to stand up and fight for so that you can have the success that you have today? Oh, for women, it, it is a battle. And then we do have to fight. Mm -hmm. But we win. We win. We win. Um, after I got um, in with the Jazz Fest and, you know, festivals are seasonal once every now and then they come. So I took my pralines to the Walgreens drug stores and some Walgreens stores would take them. Mm -hmm. Some would not. Not because the product was not good. They just didn't want it. Why? So... What does that mean? They didn't want it. Is there more to that? Well, they didn't want it because it was coming from me. Okay. So a black female, mm -hmm. um, this ain't your game. Mm. So, but with Mr. Poindexter, who was the buyer, right. helped me to get my foot in the door. Okay. Okay. Some of them took it. The ones who didn't want it, then I didn't want it in their stores. Right. Because you wasn't going to help the product to advance. Right. They were going to back shelf it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I would have to come back and pick it up. Right. But um, it is a fight. It is a struggle. Mm -hmm. But listen, I told you that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. I'm not a quitter. I'm a winner. Ooh. And God has placed that within me. What, what do you what would you suggest to a budding entrepreneur or, or cook to be successful? Of course, faith, obviously, and hard work. But, like, just from a business perspective, what kind of nugget of knowledge would you give to that person that's listening right now that has been wanting to do something, maybe has a dynamite idea, but has not taken the first steps? What would you say to get them started? Oh, come on. You got to do your part. Mm -hmm. You got to do your part. You have to believe in yourself mm -hmm. and your product. Mm -hmm. And then you take it to where it needs to go. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. That's, that's it. You got to believe in what you're doing. Right, right. And that wake up. Let's get it done. Get it done. There's a lot of people. I'm going to do when. And then there's movers and shakers. I've done it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I've done it. And right now, I realize that if some if someone said to me, um, no, we don't want it, then I'm okay with that because it doesn't belong there. Right, right, right. It doesn't right, belong right, right. there. Okay, there's another avenue for it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then not yet. Okay, so when you're ready, you call me. But until then... I'm going to work on this. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Kind of don't take no for an answer. If, you, if you're if not ready to roll with it, there's somebody else that's ready. Exactly. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just don't say, oh, wow. Because with Mr. Wise, if he said no, 
and come back and get the pralines. We you know, wouldn't be here today, possibly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but perseverance, mm-hmm. faith, believing in what you do, mm-hmm. and believing in God that He could do it through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a done deal. Yeah. Now, how do you go about preserving the culture of genuinely New Orleans foods? Because there's a lot of people moving here now from all over the world that are trying to redefine the narratives and the recipes of, you know, what we've created. Now, granted, some things are good for change, but there's also a lot of people hijacking our greatness and claiming it as their own. What do we need to do? Well, after Katrina, I had an opportunity to relocate in Atlanta. Okay. My Pralines. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta wasn't New Orleans. Right. My city was messed up. I knew I had to come back because she had been good to me. Mm-hmm. So I had to help out. So, as I said earlier, the history, we as a people, we cannot lose that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us who we are. I don't care who comes to this city. You have to know we're a city with a history. And if we lose our history, then we have lost. We're just like any other city, carbon copy. But we are a city that has history with food and music and the ambiance and the people. We stop to say good morning, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Hello, how are you? The food is good, try this. Eat that, drink this, have that. Right. We're that kind of people. Yes. So when other people come here, they have to adapt to what we have. We don't have to change to be what they want us to be. Correct. We have to be Correct. who we are. Mm-hmm. We are, come on now, Super Bowl. We are the champions. Mm-hmm. We are the champions in this city with our food. Right, right. The, word, the Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. We have to have the vision. Mm-hmm. That vision is us. Right. The pralines, the beignets, the collage, the gumbo, this, that, the rice, that, the other. That is who we are. And you know what I found out? So, like, I'm this foodie guy now, right? Everybody knew me as the radio guy and, you know, doing stuff in the community or whatever. But, like, I've started this foodie thing, right? Because I like to cook. It's like therapy. It's like art to me, but I've done background work. You know, I mm-hmm. listen to other podcasts, I read, I watch documentaries. And what I've found is an ironic thing that you started your story off with about pralines coming from France. Mm-hmm. And they had an almond in them. But when they got here, it had a pecan. Uh, Gumbo. People think gumbo is from New Orleans. It's not from New Orleans. No. We just perfected Pe- the gumbo. Correct. And that's my, my point is like there are a number of things and people that don't travel or do any research think gumbo started in New Orleans and it obviously didn't. But we do everything better than anyone else. So just like you said, pralines with almonds were probably terrible. Mm. But with pecans, they something serious. Well, with the almonds, they weren't bad because I made them to see. Really? And now with the pecans, they're much better because when you bite into a pecan, you get that oil. Mm. But almond is kind of, oh. yeah, it's, it's different. It's a different mm-hmm. mouthfeel. 
it it really is. But it's it's not bad. Okay. But what we have here, people come from all over the world. So if you are number one food rock mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. like we are, mm-hmm. then then we rock it. Yeah. And we rock it with the food that we have. And we do it we do it the best. Like jambalaya here. Like a really good jambalaya is far better here than anywhere else. I was looking at a documentary um, with Dr. Howard Conyers, and they were talking about red rice, they call it. It's a South Carolina low country dish, right? You look at it, you're like, man, it looks just like jambalaya. But we just make everything better. And I just think that's such an important piece of what we have to continue to do is continue making greatness, but we have to retain ownership. Exactly. exactly. Like, and, and not just necessarily as entrepreneurs, but the things that are very specific to New Orleans, we have to own it. You know, so like you said, they can change change it up. But you say you have all of these different pralines, but there's only one type of Loretta's authentic praline. Exactly. And that's what we have to continue to do. I own that. Right, right. I own that. <laughs> I, and only one type of praline beignet. Okay. Home of the praline beignet is Loretta's. Home of the crab meat beignet is Loretta's. Now, other people are doing it now, mm-hmm. but I own that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Loretta, we, we come into your store. Uh, these parines are ready made. Do you sell a mix that I can take home with me? Yes, we do. Okay, you do. We have a box of 12, a box of six, or you can buy singles, but we have chocolate, original, peanut butter, rum, coconut, and the authentic. And we will have the peppermint praline. Mm-hmm. So source. tell me about that. You had you had a really interesting story. This is one of your newer creations, right? Oh, wow. Listen, when I come in, my first thing I do, I'm all prayed up. I ask God to give me a creative spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did with the beignets. So my next thing was, let me do something with the candy. So when you come to the city, some of the hotels put on the pillows for turn down peppermints. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's all right. A peppermint ain't New Orleans. Right, right. Ain't New Not Orleans. No, nah, we got to do something that in, is indigenous to our city. Okay. Windsor Court do a chocolate chip cookie. That's all right, Windsor Court. Love you for that. But, but let's do New Orleans. Right, let's, right. So that's why I came up with the peppermint proline. Okay. 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 And we have the authentic and the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. You, the hotels can use them as welcome baskets when the guests are checking in, or mm-hmm. they can put them on their pillows. Hotels, are you listening? Mm-hmm. Hotels, are you listening? <laughs> Hotel, B and B's, are you listening? Right, right, are right. you listening? Listen, people are coming from all over the world right. to our city. Now, for a peppermint, they want a praline. They want a prol. No. Ooh, they, they want, want Loretta's praline. praline. They, they want, want Loretta's praline. praline. Hey, they want Loretta's hey. peppermint pralines. <laughs> Heard that, huh? <laughs> and they can take a piece of New Orleans home with them. Well, listen, right? this is what I say. At Loretta's, you get a creamy, chunky, delicious piece of New Orleans. Take it home with you. Take it home with you. All take right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 We got this. We oh, got man. This. Tell okay. everybody out there uh, your addresses and your locations. And- okay, guys. If you're in the farmer's market, the oldest market in the city's history, I'm at 1100 North Peter. 
I am stall number nine. If you're in the Marigny, which is five minutes away from the farmer's market, Mm -hmm. I'm at 2101 North Rampart, walking distance from one store to the other. And when you come to the store in the Marigny, we have a restaurant set up. Restaurant? Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fish Fry Friday and my delicious gumbo. Come on, delicious gumbo. All right, all right. Listen. When God gives you one thing, then you take that, you can do this and mm-hmm. that like you're doing with your food. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're bringing season and spice where when tourists or locals come, say, damn, that was good. Oh, my God, that was good. Oh, wow. Ooh, that was good. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're bringing. We want people, you've come so far mm-hmm. to visit our city. Right. Just call me Miss Loretta, the ambassador, Miss Foodie Ambassador. Well, I can't, I can't let you zoom past this restaurant. <laughs> I can't, I can't let you zoom past this restaurant. At, at your restaurant, what, what, what's available? What's the menu? It's a full menu. It's a lunch. It's a dinner. Okay, Tuesday through Thursdays is beignets all day. Okay. Beignets. Okay. Praline beignets, crab meat beignets, hamburger beignets. Mm. Okay. Seafood beignet. Breakfast beignet. We open up the beignet. We fry egg, bacon with cheese and stuff the beignet. So you can have that all day. With the flaky pastry? Yes. Oh, Uh man. Now, on Fridays, you can have beignet all day and fish fry, catfish, grilled tilapia, that crab meat that we Mm -hmm. use for the beignet on top of the tilapia, gumbo. Stuff like that. You know, stuff you like to eat. Oh, my baked macaroni and my jambalaya, too. Okay. Jambalaya, too. Oh, yeah. jambalaya. Now, this is at the location in the Marini? That's at the location in the Marini because we have seating. You can come in and sit and get a cappuccino, espresso, or my Tiger Woods tea. That's my version of on a Palmer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. The Tiger Woods yeah. instead and of listen, the Auto Palmer. Huh? Exactly. And well, listen, we got to represent. Come on now. Come on. Now, is there a website where folks can get more information? Yes. Okay. www.lorettaspralines.com. LorettaSpraulines.com. All hey, right. LorettaSpraulines.com. Yeah. Hey, gotcha. Hey. Well, we thank you for being a part of our Boys podcast over. today. I have, to <laughs> I have to go back to work. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, this has been one of the liveliest podcasts. <laughs> I, I just love your, your energy uh, yes. and, and, and the history. Like, this is what we, we need. Like, we have to tell these stories. So I'm super glad that we had you today. Um, the one thing I did want to ask you, what, what is next for you? Like, do you have another trick up your sleeve, another big announcement for anything? Are you working on something you want to share with the public? Can't tell you that. Oh, I Can't knew it. Can't tell you that. But I, I do want to say something to the public. Okay. Listen, guys, this is my first chance to tell all of you Thank you. You have blessed my business, supported us through our trials and tribulation, our 40-something years. You are my customers. I love you and thank you for loving on me. Got that. Beignet baby. Beignet baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need to put her in the studio uh, uh, and record your own jingles. <laughs> uh, Miss Loretta from Loretta's Authentic Pralines. Thank you for coming through. You're so welcome. Hey. We own this. Yeah. We control the narrative, baby. As my mama would say, the story will be told. Thank you for listening to the Wild Wayne Unchained podcast. Make sure and follow us on social media at Wild Wayne Unchained. And for advertising or sponsorship opportunities, contact us at wildwayneunchained at gmail.com.